the college football experience, South Florida Bulls 2022 season preview episode on the Sports Gambling Podcast Networks presented by WinBet. Bet a hundred dollars at WinBet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN. They're offering 70% off if you go to IPVanish.com slash SGP. That's IPVanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Draft Day 2.0. Yes, make sure to check out Draft Day 2.0 starting on August 9th at noon Pacific. Ryan Real Money Kramer of the Sports Gambling Podcast will begin drafting for 24 straight hours. It is a fantasy football marathon, but it's also a fantasy football marathon that will raise money for Daryl, a loyal listener who was injured in a motorcycle accident. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com/draftday for more details today. This is Brian Bosworth, aka The Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out, Boz out. Yes, yes, yes. Woo! Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. South Florida Bulls 2022 season preview episode. My name is Colby Swigger Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick, this is a pick. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> oh, I love talking a little South Florida Bulls. Bulls up. Bulls up. Bulls up, baby. Go. Buddy, are we sure we're uh, we're Colby D here and not Scott Farrell from Farrell on the Bench? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's throat, man. He's been ripping out these podcasts left and right. He sounds like he smoked a hundred hundred packs of cigarettes. It's like listening to a broadcaster like call a game in the seventies. Yeah, like, and Larry Bird pass the ball over to Dennis Johnson. Right? I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back. The burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well, good round. You're celebrating with your appetite. <laughs> Bad round. You're losing. You're using your appetite to forget about the round. I'll tell you something about appetite. Tell it's us, Bobby. a real fucking great thing to have. <laughs> it is a great thing to have. Here's your song, by the way. There we go. Give me those vibes, man. I need to dye this hair. I need. Uh, should I go bright blonde with it? Yeah. You should gotta, I go for Bring in the that pod? mullet. Bring in that mullet. Start making movies. You know, <laughs> do, do do the Bosworth. All right, Patty C. I know you're making fun of my voice, and uh, we, as we talk South Florida Bowl football, but I mean, do I need to tell us? Let's go. This is the South Florida Bulls. 
Who is it? Matt Grothy, their old quarterback. This is a rich program. Jimmy Levitt, my boy. Jim Levitt had what? We can go back to what? 2007 and four, eight and three, nine and two, seven and four, 2005, six and six, nine and four, nine and four, eight and five, eight and five, eight and five. They were a win. I mean, five straight or six straight bowls there, getting it done. And then they fired him for some nonsense. Skip Holtz comes in eight and five in year one. Then he had a little struggles. I thought they pulled a plug a little too early. And then Willie Taggart comes in, fixes it back up, fixes it back up in 2015, eight and five, 11 and two, 10 and two, seven and six under Charlie strong. And then the house came up and down. This program goes like a roller coaster. And you got to ask yourself, Jeff Scott, He's now in his third year and look, we've given a pass to all these COVID coaches in year one. And I think we got to do the same with Jeff Scott. Yeah. Because uh, he's just three and 18 in two years. I mean, I don't know if that's why he deserves a pass, but I think you're right. COVID year one, you know, year two, there's almost no excuse for that two and 10, but they were markedly improved from a competitive standpoint. And you're right. Some of the pieces are there that look like a breakthrough may be imminent. Well, let's get to it, my friend, because I mean, they're returning a lot, buddy. They are returning a lot. Their offensive coordinator is Travis Trickett. That's uh, Clint Trickett's uh, brother. How many? Uh, can you name his recent single? <laughs> Uh, definitely involves a pickup truck, uh, yeah. some some whiskey, yeah, and a, and a hound dog, and a hound dog, yeah. Love ain't nothing but a hound dog. That's by right. Travis Trickett. <laughs> All right, no, he's their offensive coordinator. A hundred in scoring offense, seventieth in rush offense, a hundred and first in pass offense, a hundred and second in total offense. Patty C, that's not good. Yeah, well, bring in a guy. I mean, because his dad, what was his dad was uh, which Trickett. I think it was Clint Trickett senior. Was it? I think so. Um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on the front first name. Me too. Yeah. But I know he was the offensive line coach. We saw how that worked out for uh, Arkansas. Hey, you get an old good old boy who knows how to work those trenches. Hey, things start happening. So South Florida, maybe a step in the right direction offensively from a coaching standpoint. Well, you know what helps that getting 10 starters back on offense. Yeah. Including all five offensive linemen. Their whole offensive line is back, and Patty C. Yes, they started freshman Timmy McLean at quarterback last year. I expect McLean to continue to develop, maybe get a few reps. But I think Jerry Bohannon, one of the better transfer quarterbacks out there that they got, pretty huge, was Baylor starter for like what nine of the the twelve games a season ago in the regular season, maybe ten of them, something like that. Uh, so I think they're getting more solid at or more sound at the at the quarterback spot, the running back spot. Jaron Mangum and Kelly Joyner are back. I think they'll be solid at the running back spot. Uh, they got three wideouts that started in college football last year. All right, and I think the getting Kafe uh, Brown from uh, UNC, huge get. I liked him at UNC. Um, like I, like you said, the entire offensive line is back, led by Brad C. So they are breaking in a new tight end. I'm seeing uh, pencil in is Jason Littlejohn. Nice. Um, That's uh, Robin Hood's buddy. Yeah, yeah. The defensive coordinator, their star defensive end is Robin Hood. No, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, uh, defensive coordinator is Bob Shoop. Shoope. I mean, Shoop a dupe has been here. Bob Shoop is a fucking legend. All right, do I need to go through? Rattle what, off that resume. I mean, 
It's going to take you about an hour because you stopped in every single university in the nation, it seems like. Bob Shoop, you ready for this? Hit us. Yale, Virginia, Northeastern, Yale, Villanova, Army, Boston College, Columbia, UMass, William and Mary, Vanderbilt, Penn State, Tennessee, Mississippi State, Michigan, Miami, South Florida. There it is. That is just, he was a head coach. The guy has not left the Eastern portion of the United States ever. Uh, look, he's an experienced DC to have though. And they returned nine on defense that last year, Patty C 117th in scoring defense, 118th in rush defense, 113th in pass defense charting at the 103rd overall defense. Mm. That's not good, but bringing back nine encouraging. How did uh, Shoop was a, a defensive assistant, I guess, at Miami last year. Yeah, the last time he was a defensive coordinator was 2019 at Mississippi State. I'd be curious to see how they Joe did. Joe Moorhead. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's been a he's been a DC at a, a bunch of different stops. So it's uh, we would have to go back and check his history. But Shoop, obviously, a name that proven we're all, winner. Yeah, proven winner with. Look, they only get one four back on the uh, one of four back on the defensive line, led by Jonathan Ross, who I think is one of the better players uh, on the defensive line in the AAC, but they do add in a Missouri transfer that will start at the other end spot. Uh, their entire linebacking court is back led by Antonio Greer and their entire secondary is back led by cornerback Christian Williams, top six tacklers back on defense and their kicker and punter are back. Patty C am I starting to buy into uh bulls up bulls up? That's right. Uh, uh, kicker, Spencer Schrader, uh, Preseason third team all conference. Let's not forget Xavier Weaver, preseason all conference as a punt returner, third team, but first team, and I believe first team all American kick returner, Brian Batty. Hey. Led the nation in kick returns for touchdowns. Well, with they were three, giving him so many points. He had so many fucking so tries. So many opportunities. Yeah. But even still, his return average was over like 32 yards per return. He's one of the few dudes Colby and I both watched during, I think he, there was a game where he took two kick returns yeah. back, back to back. Yeah. And he was like, Holy crap. Who is that? He jumps off screen and he he's what he's listed as the second or third team running back. So if he gets a little more burn there, yeah, another explosive player, watch out. Now they're starting running back is who again? I got to have uh, that. Well, Mangum, they, 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 it'll probably be resolved in camp, but they have two, two running backs that were there last year. Gotcha. Mangum good for uh 671 yards and 15 touchdowns, Colorado buff transfer that, that, that rat I'm solid joking. production there. Now, if yeah, if Bo Hannon, who uh Bo Hannon real quick, 2,300 uh, yards or almost 2,420 touchdowns, seven interceptions. It's acceptable production. If this team can learn how to, they got blown out of a lot of games last year, but they did beat Temple at an FCS in Florida A and M. But they were up big on Houston and blew that game, gave up fifty four. Um, they also played UCF close at the end of the season. Um, they also played Tulsa close. So I mean, and, and BYU. So closer in a lot of games than you would think they probably should be against some decent competition. They also got blown out by a lot of teams like Tulane and, and SMU and, and NC state goose egg them. Um, but you know, uh, Jeff Scott says he thinks this is the best depth his team has ever had at in South Florida. So maybe this could be the year we're going to talk transfer portal because that's such a big factor in college football, 2022. We are going to talk uh, recruiting rankings. We are going to talk uh, what Las Vegas expects uh, from the South Florida Bulls. 
Uh, and we are going to talk what we expect. We're going to go game by game on the schedule. Um, just, uh, just right after this, but I got to get us paid first. I want to tell you that the college football experience, South Florida bowls, 2022 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet that sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP vanish. IP vanish is the official VPN of SGPN. They're offering 70% off. If you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP, that's ipvanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by draft day 2.0. Yes. Ryan, real money. Kramer will be drafting uh fantasy football, baseball teams for 24 straight hours on August 9th at noon Pacific. And the crew will be ma- uh, raising money for Daryl. Uh, Daryl's a loyal listener who was uh, recently injured in a motorcycle accident. We're trying to help out b- the best we can with Daryl. Uh, and you can draft with Ryan and a ton of special guests. Get all the details at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare the different signup codes and promo codes from sportsbook to sportsbook to assure you get the best deal. Uh, the app provides uh, player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, and projected game day weather for betters uh, to make the most informed bets possible. Uh, so, ha- Check out Odds Trader. Go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire. That's Odds Trader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Boom. All right. We are back talking South Florida Bowl football. And remember, folks, subscribe on YouTube to the College Football Experience um, as we break down all 131 teams. But we've been doing this shit for years. All right. So subscribe. Tell a friend. All right. Also, remember, subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. All right. Because we love talking. South Florida bowl basketball. I'm excited for the season there in the AAC. Um, so check out both those. All right. We talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round over here. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, Tampa basketball needs uh needs some love. They do. They do, man. They got to come up. I remember they had like a sweet 16 run. Probably shit. I'm probably dating myself now. Probably <laughs> 12 years ago, maybe 14 years ago. I can't right, remember. The database goes back. They got the Yingling Center down there. All right, nice. That's a beer that needs uh, the Pennsylvania to beer. How the hell's that? It's thriving in Tampa, apparently. <laughs> uh, Patty, see the transfer portal. This is a team that really. I'm curious your thoughts on the transfer portal here, but man, they brought in some players. They brought in some players, like I alluded to, quarterback Jerry Bohannon, who I expect to be the starter, and I think can really help this team. Uh, he came in from Baylor wide receiver, a Jew, a Jew from uh, Clemson. If you remember last season, when I had did my Clemson preview, I had a guy from 24, seven sports on, and he was saying that he thought he was the best receiver Clemson had. So wow, getting him big. I also got safety Ray Thornton from Clemson. They also got offensive tackle Zach Perkins from the Maryland Terrapins. They also got offensive lineman, uh, uh, Daryl Bailey from Virginia tech. They also got offensive lineman Mike Lofton, Patty C. Mike Lofton from UCF. You cannot transfer. I mean, look, I get it, Mike Lofton, looking for a better opportunity, but I mean, what the fuck? You go from UCF to USF, 
I mean, yeah, that's like, I don't know. That's like, uh, that'd be like Ulysses S. Grant switching teams, pretty much going to fight for the South. That's right. You know what I mean? You can't go to your rival. What's going on? Unbelievable. You know, but maybe he wanted to get used to playing in an NFL stadium. Mm. You know, he said this bounce house nonsense. Uh, the moon bounce is way better than Raymond James Stadium. I'm sorry. Fair. Which is why South Florida, though. Shout out the South Florida building a new football stadium on campus. I've been saying this forever. They need to get that college football. Hey, Pitt, take note. Pitt Panthers, take it serious. Yes. Get a stadium on campus. If you build it, the fans will come and the winds will come too. And you better believe we'll cover it on the college football experience. Patty C., they also got linebacker James Gordon Blue from Minnesota. They got defensive lineman Rashad Chaney from Minnesota. They got safety Amaris Brown from Kansas State. Defensive lineman Clyde Pinter from North Carolina. Running back Michael Dukes from Clemson. Defensive lineman Nick Drop Bags from Temple. Right? <laughs> Wide receiver Kwafe Brown from North Carolina. Defensive lineman James Ash from Wake Forest. And defensive end, who I believe will be Pennsylvania as a starter, Jatorian Hansford from Missouri. That's a lot of great fucking production. They kind of went in. heavy after uh, Clemson skill position players. There, got what three players from Clemson? They got a couple from Minnesota, a couple from what? Uh, just North Carolina. Yeah, and if like you're saying, as you as you, his production wasn't great, but if his talent is, and generally speaking, Clemson has pretty talented wide receivers on the roster, then that could be a huge pickup. But well, Bohan in the big one. Yeah, but I gotta allude to what they lost because they did lose some some guys. Let's get to it, Patty C. It, they lost. Who's currently in the portal? Ridge Jacobs, a quarterback. He's in the portal. He says, "You know what? I'm gonna hang out in the portal for a little bit." They lost offensive lineman Uriah Green, portal linebacker Demarez Bellamy, portal offensive tackle Caesar Reyes, portal uh, wide receiver Demarcus Gregory went out to Texas State in the sun about the Bobcats. Uh, defensive lineman Ryan Thaxton, portal. Running back Darian Felix, portal. Defensive lineman Tyrone Barber, portal. Cornerback Isaiah Cromarty, portal. Uh, tight end Thomas Nance, portal. Linebacker Andrew Mims, portal. Defensive lineman John Waller, portal. <laughs> Wide receiver Nick Nicholas Tuviati, portal. Well, it doesn't sound like anyone's actually found a place to land yet. Yeah. So def- that- yeah, defensive end Jamari uh, Stewart, portal. Uh, long snapper Ian Deenan portal. Uh, here we go. They got someone kicker Jared Sackett, UTSA Roadrunner Meep Meep, corner or quarterback Cade Fortin, Arkansas Razorbacks. Nice land there. Uh, wide receiver Bryce Miller portal. Quarterback Jaron Williams, formerly from Miami, went to Alabama A and M, but I believe I read that he had retired from football. Uh, after, after spring ball with, with a and M running back, Leo Parker portal, uh, lost a lot of players, defensive end, Stacy Kirby portal. And that that's everybody. That's a lot. That's a lot of exiting talent, um, but not, I mean, what UT, it wasn't a ton of lands. Yeah. So maybe they that, were the worst players and you know what we brought in a bunch of guys. Yeah. You guys get off the team. Yeah. You guys you know? jump in that portal and uh, hopefully someone picks you up, but no one's no one's taking the bait. No one's biting. No one is biting. Uh, I'm gonna say they won the portal upgrade. Uh, the numbers kind of support you there. Number 32 nationally in the transfer portal. Number three within the conference. 
Does are they uh, a team that can make noise in the transfer portal on a regular basis? Well, I mean, yes, plenty they're, of they're talent. In Tampa, Florida, in Tampa. All right, yeah. that you should be able to recruit just off the strip club scene alone, Patty C. All right, right. Come on, I mean, it really, I nil feel- deal from a strip club. Come on, <laughs> I'm in. Uh, I, I feel like with the number of players that get recruited out of Florida and probably the Tampa area too. Um, the only thing on my mind <laughs> was pussy. I'm sure a lot of these players are thinking that. Um, but when when you get recycled out of these other schools and you want to come back to Florida, you know, South Florida's wa- they're waiting for you. Boom! The transfer portal should be really good for the Florida schools. I agree. I agree. And you look, get, I mean, the, you get they, they dangle the the fancy SEC stuff in front of you. You get pulled out of Florida. You say, hey, you know what? I'm not getting a starting spot. I'm going back home, South Florida. Here I come. We come from down in Gator Country. Hey. We are the pride of Tampa Bay. Oh. We play football and we're called the Bandits. And we think our brand of ball is here to stay. Shout out to the Tampa Bay Bandits. Remember, subscribe to the USFL Gambling Podcast, which we also host. But Bull Ball, we're talking about. Bull yeah, this ball. is Bull Ball. All right, and they do take their football serious in Tampa, and that's why I like this stadium on campus. Patty, see, talk to me about recruiting rankings. Uh, underwhelming, underwhelming for South Florida. Last five cycles, uh, 65, 76, 110, mm. 67, mm. 73 within the conference. That's been uh, three, six, nine, five, eight. Uh, kind of, kind of mediocre within the conference. Three, six, nine, very, very fine. <laughs> One more time. Um, <laughs> look. Uh, so nationally, their composite uh, has fallen between sixty-four and seventy-four for the last five years, uh, and, or four years, and between three and six within the conference. So, uh, they're average. They're they're actually average. They, they haven't had better. a player drafted since twenty eighteen. That's crazy. It's That's ridiculous. Fucking crazy. They need to get it figured out. Um, I mean, what do you think? Uh, Jeff Scott. The thing is a make or break year for him. I can tell you this. He's a, he could go five and seven and keep his job, but another like two or three win season, they might pull the plug. And uh, Jeff Scott might be saying, uh, you know, at the end of the day here, what the fuck did I do wrong? Tell- uh, but here we go, Patty. See, look, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see the sweet ass graphic here. Shout out to the SGPN graphic team. The win totals at four and a half, Patty. See, four and a half. I'm going to do a quick check to make sure that is correct. Um, but well, what do you make of that? Yeah, still four and a half. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually minus one thirty on the under, plus one ten on the over. So Vegas thinks four and eight for the Bulls. Would that be enough for Jeff Scott? It shouldn't be. I don't think so. This I think he team, needs five. I think he needs five at least. Dude, this team you uh, you mentioned it before. Six straight bowl seasons from twenty five uh, two thousand five to two thousand ten. Um, then you know Willie Taggart gets him to eleven and two. Charlie Strong gets him to ten and two. Both top twenty five finishes. Jeff Scott's the only guy who hasn't had uh, a winning season. Granted, he's only been there uh, two years. So this, I and think, well, and it was year one with COVID. You know what I mean? You got to give him a little bit of a, a break there, right? I think five and seven, he's safe. I think four and eight, they consider firing him. Well, let's get to it because Saturday, September third, the BYU Cougars and Kalani Sataki. 
come down the Tampa, Florida. I believe the last time they went down the Tampa, South Florida pulled the old upset. Hello. Last year, South Florida gave them a little more than they they uh, bargained for in Vegas because South Florida covered the big number, only lost by eight in Provo. 3527. Will there be any soaking down there uh, in Tampa afterwards? <laughs> I don't think the soaking happens in Tampa. I'm pretty sure <laughs> if the BYU wins, maybe they'll try to soak. Oh, uh, that's true. They'll they'll soak all at Tampa. Um BYU is going to slap USF this I, year. I you think, would think. I think BYU gets them. Yeah. Could that be a sneaky game? Well, it's way closer last year than I would have thought and Bohannon yeah, what? It's going to be hot as shit. Bohannon September played against third Maybe BYU's not ready for that heat. Maybe not. But did uh, uh Baylor uh Baylor Bohannon beat uh BYU last year, 38-24 at Baylor. So maybe he's probably not shook, that's for sure. Little Bohannon magic. You're right, September 3rd, early for those yeah, uh from mountain coming boys. In the mountains to go in some crazy Florida heat. That's true. Could be a factor. Bull up, say, baby. Bull up. Bull up. I'm gonna say uh BYU here. Uh me too. Week two, the Bison, Bison versus Bulls, sounds fantastic. I like it. The Howard Bison coming to Raymond James Stadium, Patty C. South Florida's going to win their first game. Yes, Howard's not very good at football. Not since the days of Jay Walker. Shout out to Jay Walker. Uh, week three, they head to the swamp. You know, I've never seen a bull with swamp ass, Patty C. <laughs> I'm happy for it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm taking an upset in the swamp. No, I'm not. I'm taking Florida. What would a man, bowl with swamp ass look like? <laughs> Just like a big wet like pelt. I don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Okay, what, what are you? What are you taking here? I'm taking Florida, of course. <laughs> but uh, it is fun, dude. The it's five returning one. offense alignment, the all the the you know who could be the the difference maker here? Batie. You know, you get him loose on a couple big plays, <laughs> and all of a sudden Florida goes shit. They got a guy. <laughs> hey, let's go. It ain't happening. Bull up, baby. <laughs> I would love to see South Florida win this game. One and two. All right, then they have back to back aways. They head to the shack to take on Louisville. It's another loss. I agree. One and three. Yeah. If they were to pull an upset against either BYU, Florida, or Louisville. By the way, I <laughs> had a conference schedule. Brutal. Relax. Yeah. Uh, which one would it be? I'm calling for it to be the Gators. It might be the Gators. Yeah. Well, they. Uh, I mean, Richardson um, is expected to be very I dynamic. They're, they're they're kind of weak on the O line and D line right now, though. Yeah. Maybe, a little early. Maybe the Bulls could push them around. Could be. Could be. But I got them one and three. You got them one and three. Uh, then they host. They host. Uh, the, the the fantastic East Carolina Pirates. There you go. Get that crowbar out. I'm believing in the Pirates of the spirit of ECU. I got ECU winning this one in this in Raymond James in the big sombrero. I would have to agree. I mean, when we think of USF's actual wins last year, they stomped Florida A and M, you know, and then they beat Temple. That's it. So. While I'm tempted to, you know, throw a win in here that hey, maybe they're gonna get a win. They haven't proven that they're gonna get one of these wins yet. So no, I'm gonna say a loss to ECU as well. One and four. One and four, and then they had to nip it. Nip up. Yeah. Uh, nip it up or nip it out. Uh that's a loss. Yeah. I'm taking Cincinnati. One and five. Home to the Tulane Green Wave. Although, it's homecoming. 
They kept it within 17 of Cincy last year. But it's in Cincy losing a little. Might be a little cold October 8th. Could be. Uh homecoming. Michael Pratt. Tulane Green Wave. Ooh, this is a good game. This is a good game. For the sake of Give me an upset. The podcast, we're gonna give it an upset. Tulane, I mean uh USF with the, the upset. They get a bye week and then they head to Houston, Texas. They're two and five. We have them at this yeah. point. Okay. To take on the Cougars of Houston. They're gonna lose. That's an L. Two and six, and then they head to the link. Temple. Here you go. Here's a team. Build a stadium sm- on campus, please. They smashed them last year in Tampa. Three. They're gonna get them again. The winter. We just need two more wins. That's a long way to go. They though. are home to the SMU Mustangs, Petty. See at in the Big Sombrero. Can Rhett Lashley come back to Florida and get a dub? I say yes. Yes. You would think they have a huge talent advantage. Uh so three and Eight, seven? Right. Three and seven, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, three and seven. I can't count. <laughs> then short week they head to H. A. Chapman Stadium in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Friday night fun. They they Tulsa almost lost to him last year. Tulsa only won by one. But that was in the that was in Tampa. This is in Tulsa. I'm taking Tulsa. Well, I'm having a little fun here, buddy. The, all that experience pays off. We get another W here for old South Florida. And they end the wait of the then the rivalry game. All right, and that is our sling game of the 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 season for the South Florida Bulls. Bull up. Uh, it's college football season, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of sling TV starting at $35 a month. Sling has all the big games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN, two ESPN, three sec network, ACC network, Fox, and the big 10 network all for the best price. You can stream on any device record up to 50 hours with included DVR space. And you can pause or change your service at any time. Check out sling.com for special offers sling the live TV. You love for a price you'll love. Try us today. Patty C, could this be the last time we see UCF in the Big Sunbarro? The for war, a while? the war on I four, as it's known. Yeah. Um, upset special. You're calling the upset special, huh? Upset special. You know, South Florida completely dominated this series early on. They won uh, six of the first eight, but since then, five in a row by Central Florida. Central Florida now leads at seven to six. It would be fitting if USF tied it up. USF almost beat them last year. You're calling for the upset. Give me the upset. I'm not calling for the upset. Give me Central Florida. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Bulls fans. I know you want them, but four and eight seems to be. Uh, I got them four and season. eight too. And you are on the under. <laughs> I am on the under. Patty C's on the under, but I do think they're one of the more interesting teams considering what they bring back. Yeah. And we'll just see how good Bohannon is without all that Baylor talent around him. Is Jeff Scott coaching next year when we do the South Florida preview? Uh, if if they go four and eight, probably not. Um, but I'll say this: probably not. Probably not. It's uh, easy to see a tide turn. We talked about it beforehand. There is one guy out there, right? Oh, who's from not far from Tampa? Oh, right. Old Fort Myers, just down the road. Go get Deion Sanders. Go get prime time, baby. Look, Florida State's probably not going to buy out Norvell until the year after, unless he does awful this year. You know, go get go get bright Deion gold Sanders. helmets with some flash of prime time with them. Oh man, that would be. I could totally see it. 
I could totally see it, folks. I'm on the under. Patty C's on the under. Well, we're rooting for the Bulls. Bull up. Uh, look, also su- subscribe, folks. Subscribe to the College Football Experience. Subscribe on YouTube as well. Uh, and subscribe to the college basketball experience folks. Also give us a five-star review on iTunes. And if you do that, take a screenshot of your review, find us on Twitter at TCE on SGPN or me personally on Twitter at the Colby D show us that screenshot. And we're going to enter you in a raffle for a gift card to the sport, to the SGPN store, brand new store. It's fantastic. Uh, so you can check that out. Do that. Please help us out. Help us help you. All right. We do more episodes. We do more content. If we get more comments, that's how it works. All right. It's a simple formula in life. All right. Uh, folks, check out all of our other podcasts, sports gambling podcasts, going through all the NFL teams. If you're a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, if you're a Miami Dolphins fan, if you're a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, if you're a Carolina Panthers fan, if you're a Washington Redskins fan, doesn't matter, right? They're going through all 32 teams. Uh, so, and they're going team by team, just like we are with college football. So check it out. That's fantastic stuff. Maybe you're a fan of the MLB that season's going on right now. MLB gambling podcast. Maybe you're a Marlins fan. Maybe, maybe you're a uh, Tampa Bay devil race fan. There you go. All right. Maybe you're Atlanta Braves. Doesn't matter. Check out the MLB gambling podcast. Check out the college baseball experience, which I host with Noah Beanick. Check out the USFL gambling podcast. We talked about the Tampa Bay bandits telling you bandit balls back. Uh, decent, decent season out of them. Who's the quarterback down there? They got again. Tamu, Jordan Tamu. Jordan Tamu. Yeah. yeah, he's he's gonna he's gonna come back year two. There you go. And have a strong playoff push. I feel it. What else do we got going? If it's dog days of summer, maybe you're watching some CFL CFL gambling podcast. Maybe you're into horse racing. Check out the n- notorious OTB podcast. I feel like the or, good folks down in Florida. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, appreciate yeah. some horse racing. And and even maybe you're virtual. Zed Run. Check out Zed Run with Scott Bowser, good friend of the program. What else? F one. Formula One p- podcast just dropped. Formula One gambling podcast. Check there out the NASCAR go. gambling yeah, podcast. I know you guys like some NASCAR. Daytona Five Hundred. Come on, let me Let, ask you check this. it out. Who's more golden, UCF or USF? Oh, for sure. I'm going to say USF now because UCF just uh, they just don't want to be referred to as golden. They, they don't think want too the, cool for school. We think you should be the Golden Bulls. Why they drop it? Golden you, Bull. That's a great steakhouse in, in in Santa Monica. There you go. It's been there since the forties. We we need uh, to go yeah. to the Golden Bull and the Golden Steer in Vegas. If you're in Las Vegas, fuck all the the five star sh- the Michelin restaurants they say or whatever they say. <laughs> uh, I'm telling you, the Golden Steer in Las Vegas. Thank me later. There it is. <laughs> All right, folks, subscribe to the college football experience. We're rooting for you bulls bowl up. This is the college football experience. South Florida bowl style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here. Devil's idea, huh? Yes, sir. Are you okay, my man? Right here in the middle. Okay, devil's idea, okay. The best looking man, the best dressed man. Wrong limousine, jet airplane, custom made clothes. Coaching art, our coaching did a horrible job. The players did a horrible job. We got our ass kicked. The season is over. Nothing. You just don't turn it off. They're begging us. Please have a party. Feed us drinks. Get us laid. Well, ah! I know that. <laughs> they raid the income. It's Division One football.